Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends, and Happy New Year. It is Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I'm your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. I appreciate you giving me the patience to uh, take, or having patience, as I took all of last week off from doing anything. I'm sure there was lots of cyber news. I'll be honest, I probably missed most of it. I just wasn't paying attention. And sometimes you just got to step away and, and not really think about it, and that's kind of what I did. So for those of you who stuck around and continue to download, listen, thank you so much. I very much appreciate it. This is Wednesday, so that means it's Deep Dive Wednesday. That will carry on into the new year, as will Op-Ed Friday. Uh, so I have three articles. Uh, these were, two of them are, you know, certainly bad from a bad news perspective. One is kind of good from a good news perspective, depending on your outlook. So let's hit the first one, probably the most important one. And um, I do have to give a shout out to uh, fellow retired FBI agent, Chris Hinkle, who uh, passed this particular news story to me uh, overnight. But uh, this is from the, I'm using the register. This this particular article was in all sorts of different news, news places. So I just kind of saw it here on the register first and decided to just go with this one. This is from Connor Jones reporting, Google password resets not enough to stop these info stealing malware strains. So security researchers say information stealing malware can still access victims compromised Google accounts even after passwords has been changed. This is not good if you're good if you're a Google user and not good for Google in general. A zero day exploit of Google account security was first teased by a cyber criminal known as Prisma in October 2023, boasting that the technique could be used to log back into a victim's account even after a password is changed. It can also be used to generate new session tokens to regain access to victims' emails, cloud storage, and more as necessary. Since then, developers of InfoStealer malware, primarily targeting Windows, it seems, have steadily implemented the exploit into their code. The total number of known malware families that abuse the vulnerability stands at six, including Luma and Ramadamithes. Well, Eternity Stealer is also working on an update to release in the near future. How, where they're getting this information is, is interesting because I'm, I, well, you know, I guess if you're in the dark web, I guess these, these particular groups are talking about that. So that makes sense. Sorry, my screensaver just hit me. So, okay, eggheads at CloudSec say they found the root of the exploit to be in an undocumented Google OAuth endpoint multi-login. This exploit revolves around stealing victim session tokens. That is to say, malware first infects a person's PC, typically via malicious spam or dodgy downloads, as we always say, so don't click on links, and then scours the machine for, among other things, web browser session cookies that can be used to log into accounts. In other words, when you go to, let's say you go to Google, and you log in, a cookie is done generated. So you don't have to log in if you leave the page. So if you leave the page and come back, you're still logged in. So that cookie exists to, to basically keep you logged into the site once you leave it. All right, so this particular malware looks for those cookies and then uses them to give the bad guy access to your browser session. So. Uh, these session tokens are then exfiltrated to the malware operators to enter and hijack those accounts. It turns out these tokens can still be used to log in, even if the user realizes they've been compromised and changed their Google password. So basically, they're exfiltrating the cookie and then using the cookie on their own machine to give access to your, your stuff. It appears users should log out entirely and thus invalidate their session tokens to prevent exploitation. So again, the point here being what they're saying, obviously, and this is, um, you know, you can't just 
change your password, you have to log out of your session altogether because that will kill the session cookie and therefore what they've stolen will no longer work. Multi-login is responsible for synchronizing Google accounts across different services. It attempts a vector to account IDs, uh, it attempts, sorry, accepts a vector of account IDs and auth login tokens to manage simultaneous sessions or switch between users. So this is where you see, like if you use Zoom, right? I use Zoom. And if I want to just log in with my Google account, I can just click on a button on Zoom and I'm logged into Zoom using my Google account. There's a lot of things that do this. There was actually a exploit on this with, uh, who was it? I forget. I think it was, I think it was Microsoft a couple months ago that was, was part of this. This is just an, an ex, uh, an expansion of that particular type of attack. Um, it says reverse engineering the info stealer malware revealed that the account IDs and auth login tokens from login Google accounts are taken from the token service table of web data. And this Chrome is a lot, we're getting a lot more technical than we probably really need to get here. So let's get to the, what does it mean for you and how do you fix yourself? Well, if you're not have the zero day, you nearly don't have a big problem, but and has Google fixed this? Apparently they have not yet. So this is a zero day, meaning that the vulnerability exists. There's no, I'm surprised there's no CVE for this. Maybe that's coming tomorrow. Who knows? But um, this is only a problem, again, if you click the link or open a download and you have the malware. So if you see weird access on your Google accounts and you know you've been compromised, one way to do that is if you go to your Gmail, for example, if you use Gmail, um, you can actually scroll down and see where you've been logged in recently. There's actually a, there's a setting you can pick that'll say, show me my recent logins. And if you see some that are suspicious, then you can assume someone's stolen your session cookie and you should log all the way out of Google, which will log you out of everything, but that's okay. Cause you want to reset it all anyway. That's the best way to go going forward. So just be aware of it. Um, I mean, billions of people use Google. So this is a huge vulnerability that I'm going to guess that over the course of next month, we're going to see lots of exploitations of this vulnerability um, people are going to say, well, how did that happen? Um, because again, it's, this is intelligence, right? This, 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 this podcast is about intelligence gathering from a cyber perspective more than anything else. It's not any, any intelligence I'm creating. I'm just preventing you with intelligence that I see that hopefully you can take and use and, and share with others, right? This is not just, you listen to it. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. That's interesting. You know, Darren has a very nice calming voice. So that's why I like to listen to him. But I don't pay attention to anything else. Share this information with your friends and loved ones and all that kind of stuff. So that if they've got something weird going on, you can kind of help them if, if, if you choose to do so, obviously. Uh, Cybernews.com. This is Stephanie Shepard reporting. Xerox discloses quote unquote cyber incident claimed by INC ransomware gang. Just say ransomware. I don't cyber incident. Again, this is going to be, oof, I should probably do a subject. Just why do we just call it what it is? Whatever. American printing giant Xerox Corp said it cur is currently investigating a cybersecurity incident impacting the U.S. arm of Xerox business solutions. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, I understand Xerox is mostly, you know, printers and supplies, but they all connect to computers. So wouldn't cybersecurity be something you'd like to think they would invest in? Okay. Anyway, the security event took place over the holiday weekend and was detected and contained by Xerox cybersecurity personnel. So there you go. So it's good for them. According to an official statement released by internet, the international company on December 30th, the event was limited to uh, Xbox, I'm sorry, Xerox Business Systems US. We are actively working with a third party cybersecurity experts to conduct a thorough investigation into the incident and are taking necessary steps to further secure the IT environment. So some third party companies getting real rich this week with uh, this particular thing. The Fortune 500 company said its preliminary investigation found limited personal information in the XBS environment that may have been affected. Now, the question is, they are a publicly traded company. Did they, did they submit their information to the SEC in time? I guess we'll find out if they 
have bigger issues. But anyway, continuing on. Xerox did not reveal exactly how much or what types of information may have been compromised at the subsidiary, but why not? Honestly, why not? I mean, you don't have to say what it is, but you can say what type it is. I don't know why that's such a problem, but whatever. Um, the incident has had no impact on their operations or on Xerox's corporate systems operations or data, so that's good. Meanwhile, the group, the INC ransomware group, had claimed Xerox as a victim on its dark blog on December 30th, along with alleged proof pack of at least half a dozen data samples. As of January 2nd, the com- company no longer appears on the, the leak block. So maybe maybe it was they got to it in time, and it's not a bad thing. We'll see. Again, this is one of those things where you have two different things being talked about. Um, hopefully, you know, they were able to inoculate themselves from it. And But if the if the ransomware group has data, they pulled something off of it. Not to say there's not more stuff on there, but um, again, this is another, again, the point of this article, right? You're saying, so if nothing happened, why do we really care? Now, there's the last article of the last line of this article says, the data privacy and protection of our clients, partners, and employees are of our, high, our highest priorities, Xerox said. Is it really? If it was your highest priority, this problem would not have existed. So it's not your highest, it's a priority. It's a high priority now. Was it a high priority beforehand? Some some public affairs person said, say this, this makes sense. This will get us out of trouble. So again, I mean, if you're a Xerox user, if you have a Xerox account, it's not going to hurt you to change your password. If you're, you know, you have a Xerox printer and you have a user account for updating software and stuff, you may want to change your password just as a precaution. It's not saying to do that here. But again, this might be one of those things where it doesn't sound too bad now, but coming in later, it will be. But again, makes the point. These big Fortune 500 companies getting pounded. What do the small and medium business owners do? Seek help. Find people who can help you and talk to you. Again, I, as I've said many times, and I'll keep saying this, I might as well just say it every day here. If there's a small or medium business that wants someone to just kind of look at their system or just kind of give them a quick rundown for an hour, I'll do it for free. Just email me, Darren at the cyberguy.com. Happy to help. Happy to help and keep people safe so you don't have to figure out how to, when you have to call the FBI. Okay. Last one here, also from Cyber News, Ernestus Napper is reporting. This is more from the Good News file. Iranians exposed by mysterious hackers selling staggering amounts of data. Iran's leading insurance and food ordering companies were hit by massive cyber attacks that exposed a large part of its 88 million population, a report by Israeli cyber firm Hudson Rock reveals. A hacker under the air, air alias IR Leaks posted their first thread on the cybercrime marketplace on December 20th, in which they were selling over 160 million records of Iranian data from 23 of the country's leading insurance firm. Now, I will say, even though this is you know happening to the country of Iran, not a lot of sympathy there. I do have sympathy for the people whose data was then compromised because it's not really not no fault of their own. Um, that's unfortunate for them. But I mean, this comes for everybody, right? Cyber stuff doesn't, it's not just the U.S. is getting hit. Everybody's getting hit. So the data includes, you can guess, first name, last name, birth date, father's name, phone number, mobile phone number, national code, company national code, et cetera. The data sample observed by Hudson Rock includes passport numbers and other sensitive details. Hudson Rock researchers confirm that the data appears to be genuine and, and note the pulling off an attack against this many insurance companies is wildly difficult. So if you're an insurance company and you don't think you have anything anyone would want, use this as an example that indeed you do. And you need to make sure you protect yourself. Now, a second post by the same threat actor on December 30th claimed to have hacked Iran's largest online food ordering company, Snap Food. The staggering amount of data, three terabytes, includes sensitive data as follows. 
Um, what does it include? Uh, they don't really say it says as follows, but then they don't say what that is. So, okay. Uh, Hudson Roddick researchers identified a recently compromised snap food employee who had their computer infected with steel C info stealer. So again, it's the human nature, right? Someone clicks something, someone opens something where it's supposed to have. And it gave a bad guy access in and there you go. So food companies, insurance companies, again, this happened in Iran. Do we have a lot of sympathy for Iran? No. Do we have a sympathy for the people of Iran who are impacted? Yes, certainly. Certainly we do. We don't want anyone to be a cyber victim if they don't have to be. But the point being here, why I'm picking this article is because these are two sectors, especially food, food delivery service. Everybody's a target, right? Everybody's a target. Bad guys are going to want to get your information. This particular attack happened because, at least at the food the food company, because someone had their computer um, compromised. So you have to you have to do education. You have to make sh- people understand the threats that are targeting their industry, so you can assess your risk, proceed wisely, all that kind of stuff. So that's it for deep dive Wednesday. As always, thoughts, comments, questions, um, criticisms, whatever on the con, on the podcast. Welcome Darren at thecyberguy.com. You can find me as always on LinkedIn and Substack and not so much Instagram. I'm not posting there cause it's useless and doesn't do nothing for me. So, um, sometimes on Facebook, again, that doesn't do much for me either way. So Substack and, Inst- and LinkedIn are the best two places to go. Uh, and also on X, I am posting more on there, but I'm not sure that's getting a whole lot, uh, for me anyway, either, but it's, it's a good distribution platform. So, uh, with that, understand that knowledge is protection. If you can understand the threats talking to you, you can assess your risk, proceed wisely. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll be back again tomorrow morning with more cyber news. Cause I'm pretty sure the problem will not be solved overnight. Cyber smart morning news is written and produced by cyber guy productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at the cyber or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Derek Mott. Thanks for listening.